Welcome, everybody, to the No Brainer Podcast. My name is Jared. Hey, his name is Michael. I like hey, this. Hey, each this week we take a look at bad ideas from history and try and fix them. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I think this is my favorite intro. Good. The cheerleader intro. This is so upbeat. I loved it. I could not be, <laughs> I couldn't be upset about it. It was great. Thanks. Yeah, I, I was pretty proud of that because I came up with that literally after I hit the record button. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it's called improv, folks. It's improv. We're straight off the top. Straight off the straight off. You know what else is improv is deciding to go to Cancun randomly. Just yeah. randomly go to Cancun. Just improv uh, on vacation. Yeah, totally. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, our our lovely friend that nobody dislikes, Ted Cruz, is in the news for a bad idea this week. Uh, I think he's everyone's the most probably heard about this. But... <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and say that again. I think he's the most hated man ever in politics. Who somehow wins elections. How is he still there? How do people in Texas look at this sack of human garbage He's he's just familiar at this point, right? He's got I some guess. sort of redeeming qualities to some to some people. I don't know. Yeah. It's a mystery. So yeah, for those out of the loop, uh, Ted Cruz, you know, he's the senator from Texas, decides that you know, two days into a national disaster, after begging on TV for FEMA to send more money and more aid, uh, decides to leave and go to <laughs> where else but Cancun, Mexico, the country that he spends. A lot of his time saying is like the worst and sends us drug dealers and rapists. Exactly. And yet he's going to go there on vacation. Nothing says leadership like leaving your uh, constituents to freeze to death. Not even know? just leaving his constituents, leaving the country. <laughs> yeah, leaving everyone who could possibly need his help and just saying, nah, I'm going to somewhere warmer. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And he didn't apologize for it instead he just said he was trying to be a good dad so isn't that a great dad to blame his kids for being a fucking idiot uh send your wife and kids to somewhere safe you know i'm I'm sure like why are we even pretending his house was probably fine he's a rich politician yeah he's he's fine (laughs) yeah no he like I think it was yesterday he posted some story about like, oh, yeah, we were out of power, too. We were really cold and and huddling around the fire. And my girls snuggled up and said, can we go somewhere warm, Dad? And so I thought, you know, I wanted to be a good father. And I took him to a resort uh, because that's something that's in the grasp of like one percent of Americans. That's what good fathers do, Jared. Your father never took yeah. you to a resort to satisfy your your basic needs. <laughs> Just wow. because I asked, I'm 10 yeah. years old, and I say, "Dad, can I can we go to Mexico?" And he <laughs> says yes, and takes me there that weekend. How about you be an even better father and teach your child that people are suffering right now, and we should be here to support them? No. Yeah. No. No. Let's just go sit on the beach. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Just... That's not the worst thing that happened. Yeah. What else happened? Uh, you know, uh, the, I think it was the mayor of Colorado just basically told everyone to fuck off and uh, do it yourself. Stop, yeah, stop that's right. OK, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, the mayor of Colorado. And no, we're not talking the state. There, There's a really stupidly named town called Colorado, Texas. Mm. Yes, thank you for that. That correction. Yeah, he. Uh, no, he it wasn't a correction. Literally. It was just a clear. Like you said, the mayor of Colorado, which is right. Yeah. But it sounds wrong. <laughs> it sounds like I'm talking about somebody else. Yeah. 
Yeah, he basically just went on Twitter and started ranting about how people are asking for handouts because their power isn't working. Yeah. Like, that, that's just... I don't know where that dude lives. <laughs> but, but he did it as a private citizen. He wanted to make that clear. Those tweets were not as a public servant. That was as a private citizen, because that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, some random asshole tweeting that does not make it any different than a asshole in power saying it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're both just Still the terrible. same, especially when you have the power to, you know, try and fix these things. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone should have made it a Twitter account of his official, like a, a troll one of his official Twitter and started arguing with him about how, <laughs> no, we should be helping these people and just see what he did. <laughs> <laughs> we could, yeah, it could be like good shoulder, bad shoulder yep. <laughs> or uh, like good angel, bad angel. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad idea to, to be someone who can help all of these people and just decide not to, and even attack them over them wanting help. I don't. Yeah. Our country sucks. Yeah, we're just watching uh, what 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 could be a potential topic in the future unfold in front of us because, you know, the, the power grid's not being prepared, the the politicians being shitty. Just Texas, you're not ready to be your own country yet. Yeah, yeah, that that is definitely a bad idea in the making. Trying to secede when uh, you're basically voting in people that don't care. <laughs> yeah, and looking. will not help you. Yep, not looking too too bright. Yeah, that's... Oh, as Spongebob said, dumb old stupid Texas. <laughs> oh my god, it's never been so fitting. <laughs> no, we, oh, we love man. you guys. Uh, stay yes. warm. Yeah, uh, for real, though. Yeah, if you're in Texas, yeah, uh, stay safe. Uh, we're, we're thinking about you. I have a couple of friends that live there, and uh, yeah. it's, it sucks, but I hope you're okay. Yup, yup, yup. All right, Jared, I believe you have more bad ideas for us. Let me... Oh, no. I think he ran out of bad ideas, guys. Nope, nope. I got one. Uh, nope, it's right here. Found it. Oh, my God. I thought we were out. I thought that was it. I thought that was the end of the show. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, no, this one. <laughs> that one? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, no. Did you? Oh, no. You, you didn't hear that, did you? I, I definitely heard that. No, I think I can. I think I can fix it. One sec. Just get the tape. Get the Gorilla Glue. <laughs> I hear it works well. Oh shit! All right, well, I'll I'll try and salvage this. We're gonna take a sh short break and then we'll see if I can fix this. We'll be right back. So Texas is kind of an example of a failed democratic state. So let's go ahead and talk about another failed democratic state uh, that turned into an empire: the Roman Empire. Damn, Jared's taking shots out here, guys. Yeah, take that, Romans. We've talked <laughs> about them Texans? before. Do we have? Uh, we talked about uh, Caligula way back in the day, attacking the sea and whatnot. But today we're going to talk just kind of about Rome in general, uh, because it uh, turns out, uh, actually, we're, we're going to reference a couple of old bad ideas that I've had, because they kind of come together here uh, in the Roman Empire. Oh, man, I love when bad ideas overlap. It's so yes. it's it makes the story even better. Right, because there's a possibility that this bad idea is what made Caligula so crazy. <laughs> it's it's exponential it's it's like the butterfly dying and having a another effect it just keeps yes, going it keeps happening so uh let me just start off with this little disclaimer uh lead is bad what uh, that is an odd disclaimer to have in this show just in case people didn't know i they they should know um <laughs> lead is bad don't eat lead um don't put lead in stuff even if it makes it work better isn't um, it like 
Florida where they have to put like cancer warnings on just about everything? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Is. We should put a lead warning on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast contains less than 0.1% lead. Lead is dangerous. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we talked about lead in an early episode when we talked about a guy named Thomas Midgley, who was the guy that created leaded gasoline. Um, oh, yeah. And he pretty much poisoned an entire generation of children. Uh, but lead has been around for centuries and also hurting people for centuries, including the Romans. Oh, man, the lead scare of the century. <laughs> of the millennia. This the, is like yeah. yep. year zero we're talking here. <laughs> uh, but uh, now lead's been around. Oh, I already read that. Uh, now lead has many uses. Um, it's quite a versatile metal. So that's why it keeps finding its way into stuff is because it's actually super useful. Um, so at this time in history, it was much easier to shape and use than iron and brass. Uh, and so it was pretty much anywhere that they needed metal. Uh, so today where we see iron and steel back then it was lead because that's, that's what they could do. Um, so it was put into ceramics, plumbing, uh, to seal aqueducts, even put into cosmetics and things like that. Uh, and it was also put into food. What? What could you pop? What kind of application does lead have in food? What? You'll be surprised. So you see, the Romans discovered that they could create a sweet liquid called sapa by boiling unfermented grape juice before making it into wine. Okay. Now I don't know how exactly this works, but basically they they would boil. Like I think it's how I described it. They would boil the uh, the grape juice in a lead container oh okay and then they would turn that into wine um and they discovered that this only worked when done in a lead container and not in the <laughs> other metal brass this tastes pretty good guys yeah but the <laughs> containers lead i don't know what that is but it tastes good <laughs> yeah see no they had they actually had their reasoning backwards so they thought that the lead uh container was just normal and that the brass container was actually ruining the flavor Oh, I could definitely make that same mistake. Okay, I yeah. take back my my mocking. I'm yeah, because they don't they don't know chemistry or anything, so they didn't really understand what was happening. Uh, so uh, we have a quote here from Columella, 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 uh, a Roman winemaker. Uh, explained this away by condemning the properties of brass. He said, for boiling, brazen brass vessels throw off copper rust, which is disagreeable to flavor. Uh huh. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, instead, what was happening is the boiling process was causing toxins from the lead to leach into the juice, which did kill off unpleasant bacteria, which is why it tasted better. But it was also lead. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, you're, you're putting something bad in to fight something else that's bad. But then you're left with something that's still bad. It's like fighting fire yes. with fire. Yes, basically. exactly. But this also had another side effect that they figured out that. Um, I mean, they didn't know that it was killing the bacteria, but they realized that this also worked as a preservative, which is a rare necessity in Roman times Ooh. because there's no refrigeration. So they realized Damn. that stuff lasts longer when it's in lead. Dude, I bet they thought they were making moves with this stuff. I, I can't blame them for this at all. Yeah, no, cow. they uh, they thought they were on the right track. But uh, so eventually they did. uh uh, discover that lead was what was causing this, but they never linked it to an increase in lead poisoning symptoms that they were seeing. Oh. Uh, because lead was everywhere, it was hard to pinpoint 
this as the reason for uh, uprising cases. So people are starting to, you know, show signs of lead poisoning, but because lead is so common that it's not really seen as a culprit. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like you, you can't you can't pin it to something because it's everywhere. How do you, yeah. how you know? And they don't have the science to, you know, research any of this. So <laughs> um, I have a quote here from Dr. Jerome Nrigu, Nrigu, a professor at University of Michigan. Baby Yoda? <laughs> Nrigu. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, there are many records of essentially Roman doctors describing very precisely the symptoms of acute lead poisoning. So oh, wow. they are literally saying, yeah, they're uh, they have metallic taste. They're losing their appetite, which causes increased consumption. They're irritable. There uh, are some cases of psychosis. And like these are all the exact signs of lead poisoning. Dang, that's that's got to be a bummer to find out. Yeah. So uh, and, you know, part of that problem is the fact that they're getting it from their food. But lead poisoning causes an, a loss of appetite, uh, which leads to more consumption of lead because the lead was making the food taste good. So they're like, <laughs> I need the food that tastes good, which has more lead. Oh, man. Oh, that's just it's horrible. You're just poisoning yourself while you're already poisoned. Yeah. So uh, then they figured out how to make the lead toxins crystallize into a form that was basically table salt. So it was table salt, but it was lead. Oh, <laughs> they just keep going like we can do anything <laughs> with this guys maybe we're doing too much we don't know what this thing is this stuff's uh, fantastic i'm, I'm very mad course. at you for some reason but this stuff's fucking great <laughs> dang oh to live back then and to have to make these decisions couldn't do it yeah it, it, it's kind of wild so uh yeah so they have this table salt that was basically used in the same way as table salt is today to improve the taste of of food but also to prever- preserve it for longer periods of time and this was especially useful for the almost always busy and on the move Roman empire uh or Roman army so like they could give meals that would be preserved for like long distance travel for the military is it all right is it is it worth the risk? This lead sounds great, guys. I don't know. I think it's worth all of these symptoms at it's this point. Not <laughs> okay. You have to convince me. You're not doing a very good job. Did you not hear my disclaimer at the beginning of the episode? I said <laughs> I lead is bad. I already forgot it. This episode contains less than zero point one percent of lead. <laughs> I've got psychosis. Yeah, you've been podcast. eating too much lead. We're gonna take it away from you for now. <laughs> good seasoning gosh (laughs) but uh but yeah so wine remained the most popular use though uh a typical roman might drink a liter of wine a day which scientists estimate may contain as much as 20 milligrams of lead Ooh, that that's a lot of lead yeah like the recommended like maximum amount of lead that a person can you know handle is like 0.3 milligrams or something like that oh wow they were getting like 20 from just like drinking the wine like imagine you know all right i'm 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 hungry i'm gonna have some bread uh seasoned with lead yeah and then i'm gonna drink this wine to wash it all down with with lead it's with great. lead in it. jesus it's great so yeah uh lead in uh roman wine not a good thing so some people uh say it has is what uh possibly caused the fall of the roman empire um is that you know too many people were like suffering from lead poisoning, which led to bad uh, decisions from mad emperors. 
Um, you know, there was lots of wine being drank. Uh, we talked about Nero and Caligula being definitely a bit loony. Um, I have my doubts that this is like, like the singular cause of the fall of the Roman Empire. Right. But it yeah. is interesting to think about that this would probably have an impact on some already shitty rulers um, if they're also that. ingesting lead. Yep, they're gonna they're gonna be making like crazy decisions that they maybe might not normally make. They're they're not yeah. gonna trust anybody. They're just wow. That's definitely got to have something to do with it. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, lead continues to be bad. <laughs> That's the moral uh, of the story here. Next, we're gonna find out sugar and salt are bad, Jared. Come on, now. not aspartame. Aspartame's good, right? Yeah, aspartame. Yep. That's that's the miracle. Uh, it's it's great. It's in everything. Miracle sweetener. That's good. Oh, everything causes cancer, doesn't it? Yep. We're all living in a world where we just hurt ourselves till we're dead. Aren't we all slowly dying on the inside? <laughs> anyway? Yeah, because all the lead we're ingesting. That's a good point. I mean, there is still probably lead in the air, but. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's my bad idea. Do you have one this week? Um, no, I figured you could do two. Do you, what's your other one? Um, shit. Let me find my notes. Gosh, um, it's always, always unprepared. Jared is. <sighs> Time's ticking. Um, I've got um. Oh, it says right here, Michael's turn. Yeah, it's your turn, bitch. You know what? Fine, whatever. I'm just going to Google something real quick. We'll be right back. All right. All right. I, I hit the Googles, and um, I found something. It's this man called the Internet Historian. I don't know. He's got some stupid video. God bless the God bless the Internet Historian. He's If you haven't watched this man's channel... Do yourself a favor. Just sit down and watch some of his videos. His his uh his work is incredible. Yep, yep. I, I'm just gonna listen to the video and just regurgitate it to you guys so you can enjoy that. That's right, but, puke uh, on me. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay, all right. Um yeah, yeah. Like like Jared said, uh Internet Historian, he's great. Uh go check him out after you listen to this podcast, of course, because I'm gonna be leaving some details out that maybe isn't so important for us. But if you want to know more about the topic definitely go check out the video because he does a great job and he's funny as hell but yeah um i believe we've done other topics that he's also covered in videos too yes i've done at least two but yeah yeah they both share like some of my favorite things so yeah he, he's got he's got a lot under the under the belt already so get on mm -hmm. it he's worth watching but today we're talking about the costa concordia it is it is uh Ooh. it's a cruise ship it's a big old cruise ship basically I love cruises. Never been on one. <laughs> Wait, do you actually love cruises, though? I love that I've never been on one. Okay. Yeah, yep, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. This this massive cruise ship is made up of restaurants, a casino, a large theater. It's got, like, slides. It's got your normal cruise ship shit. That's just to name a few things. But, yeah, it was uh, it was ordered uh, by Carnival Cruise, I think. Yeah, yeah, Carnival Cruise. You know, those people that just sell cruises. Carnival cruise, carnival cruise, cruising. It's carnival. That's their theme song. Is it their theme song? Yeah. Yeah. They they they're gonna pay me for it eventually. Well, I hope they're gonna pay you as much as they paid for the ship because they paid five hundred and seventy million dollars for this bad boy. 
Oh, oh, oh my god. That's a big old ship. That's a pretty penny. Yup, yup, yup. But when the ship first premiered, they had the, the the traditional christening of the ship, which did not go well. The champagne bottle did not break, which is a very bad omen. Uh, just, did they wait? Did they dip it in water real fast? Uh, when they I christened it, I don't believe so. Like, what is that? I, I was going for a baptism joke. Oh my god! Yes, they they tipped the boat back <laughs> on, on its back and dumped it in the water, and then tried to smash the champagne bottle on it, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't do anything, huh? The oh, ship's man. cursed. Okay, the ship's cursed. <laughs> it didn't receive the correct christening. Oh, all oh, right. So cool. it's time to go out on our journey. The journey we're about to set out on is also cursed. It's 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 no good. We're leaving a port in Rome where I hear lead is just a bad thing there. Am I right? Hey, Jer- Rome. Yeah, when yeah. in Rome, am I right? Yeah, consume lead when you're in Rome. <laughs> or don't. It's bad for you, that's so I hear. Yeah, they they're leaving Rome and they're going all the way to a place called Savonia. It's just down the coast. Uh, I don't know. Nice place to go, I guess. It's just a cruise, right? Yeah, yeah the dust is cool, but oh, shit, the ship is wait. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Jared, Jared's cursed now too. He We're is good. Concordia. Good on the Concordia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, the coast of Concordia is going to make some very terrible mistakes on their journey, but mainly the captain, Francisco, uh, Chatino, I. I'm going to murder these pronunciations. Chitino. Chitino. He looks like a Francisco. I'm going to call him Francisco <laughs> or Captain from now on because I can't pronounce the last name. But yeah, I'm going to call him Franny. Franny. Mr. Franny. Captain Franny. Mr. Franny. He, uh, he made some mistakes after mysteriously rising to the level of Captain within just two years while he was the head of security on a cruise ship. And for head those of security to Captain? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's not how you become a captain, if anyone was, was no, not clear. No, don't you gotta, like, you know, sail a ship? Yeah, you should definitely learn how to drive a ship before you become captain, but this man did not. <laughs> he just went from head of security to captain. Bad idea. captain. Bad idea number one. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty bad. I don't know what Carnival Cruise was thinking. I'm assuming they're the ones that, like, do the hiring of the captain, and then the captain does, like, the rest of the crew himself. I don't know. It's my assumption. Bad idea either way. This man is not Yeah, thin. no, it's, it's real bad. Yep, and uh, Francisco was not a good captain, and he even crashed two other cruise ships before he even set foot on the coast of Concordia. Well, that's a bad sign. I think you should, you know, have to, like, retake the driving test if you've crashed two of them. Yeah, who was trusting this man still? Like, he's not physically driving the ship, but he's in charge of who's driving the ship. Yeah, doesn't... Yeah, like, how? (laughs) Does it... Like, when... Like, guys, go watch the video after this. Because when you see the crashes that he he was in, you would wonder what in the fuck is he doing on a ship still yeah why is he ever why is he even allowed on boats at this point i i i don't know i don't know and and two days into the trip from the port in rome it is now friday the 13th of (laughs) yes and this took place in 2012 if anyone was wondering they want to go check the facts uh internet story oh my god in 2012 even 2012 not a good year either yeah, you know, yeah, Friday the 13th, 2012, 
another bad omen, just like the champagne bottle not breaking. And also, on top of that, it's the 100th anniversary of the Titanic sinking. Yeah, no one should be anywhere near water on that day. <laughs> yes, yes. And and the Titanic shares the same safety rating for compartment flooding as the Costa Concordia. And that's two. You, two compartments can um, flood before the ship is, like, ruined. Okay, yeah. I'm starting to think that this might not be great. Yeah, yeah. I think no. it could still be good. I Don't get me wrong. I think it could still be good. I don't yeah. think it's going to be great. It's 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 on a downward trend. We got a captain that can't captain, and we got a ship that has the same safety rating as a ship that's already sank a hundred years ago. On Friday the thirteenth, as well, things are things are bad. I don't see the problem yet, but when you get to the problem, let me know. I'll be oh, sure I, to you know. I, I'll point it out for I'll, you. I'll, I'll throw in some jabs. Like, what were they thinking? Um, what? I got a few different ones. Good, they good. couldn't have thought that was okay. Load them up, load them up, because you're gonna need them. Okay. Because uh, during during the night of the the second day on the trip, Francisco decides it's time to do the sail by salute. Basically, you get really close to the shore and hawk the ship's horn. People on uh-huh. land hate this. They hate it. Yeah, but no one's ever liked that. I can I can definitely see why. Yeah, it's it's just a big old horn going off, basically at at night, and everyone's like trying to just chill out for the rest of the night. It's just it's rude. It's like a car honking for a good long time outside your house. It's all. Hey, look at me. I'm on a cruise. You're not. <laughs> oh, God. That's literally what it is. Oh, we, humans are terrible. Humans are yes, terrible. Are. He uh, he decides to take his, his female model friend, Domi- Dominica Simotan, and himself Ooh. to the ship's bridge to conduct the sail by salute. And Francisco decides to show off and get even closer than usual than usual to the shore. And he does this by not calculating the safest distance. Nope. He just eyeballs it. Um, <laughs> which, which isn't... Wait, wait for it before you say anything. Okay, the, yeah. It isn't uncommon. It's not uncommon for a captain to just be like, all right, yep, that looks good to me. We're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as we said, Francisco is not an actual captain. <laughs> So, yeah, no, he does not have the degrees to do this. Yeah, he's not a seasoned captain whatsoever. What, what were you going to say, Jared? Um, Was he doing this to try and impress a girl? I want to meet the girl that's like, wow, look how close you sailed to, this, to the shore. You're a big, strong man. If you go and watch Internet Historian, you will see the type of person <laughs> she is. And you won't be surprised one bit. Okay. One bit. Cool. Good to know. Oh, man. Excellent. Yep, yep. So, um, Francisco also hired... Am I, am I pronouncing that right, friend? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being Franny? consistent. I'm going to call him Franny now. Thank boy you, Franny. Jared. Uh, Mr. Franny, Captain Franny, hired his own helmsman, uh, which is the person who steers the ship, by the name of Jacob Ruslin Bin. All right, Jared, is that an Italian Ruslin name? Ruslin Bin? Is that, a, yeah, is that an Italian name? Is that an American name? Rosalind Bin? Yep. Can you spell that? R U S L I N? And then Bin. B I N? Yep. Jacob Ruslan Bin. Huh. Ruslan. Yep. Uh, got him real cheap because he has no prior experience driving a ship. Well, yeah, if you don't have any experience, you're gonna, you, you don't have to pay him a whole lot. He'll just do it. 
Yep, yep. And like I said, that's not an Italian name, and and Fran- Franny is Italian, and it's it's not it's not anything remotely close to English. So this man doesn't even speak English or Italian very well. <laughs> that sounds I all aces over here. Let me know when you get to a problem. Yep, we're, we haven't got to the bad idea yet, right? All of this is fine. We're fine. Yeah, here. no, this is perfect. Yeah, no. Yep. Okay, so um, the second in command tells Jacob to steer closer to the shore. Meanwhile, uh, Mr. Franny is calling up Mario Palumbo. Palumbo? Man, we're both having Mario Lopez. (laughs) This is the only time I get to say that, so I'm just going to call him Mario Lopez now. He calls up (laughs) Mario Lopez, obviously. (laughs) Obviously the man who came up with the idea of the sail by salute. And he asks him for some tips and some pointers on the safest distance. Hey, do you know how to do this? I'm currently doing it. So could you tell me how to do it? Because I'm doing it. I'm trying to try to right now. Impress the, the lady here who's who, by the way, isn't my wife. Just heads Franny, up. Please get a little closer. I can't <laughs> see the shore. Sure. The people on land don't know how rich I am. They must see how rich and powerful <laughs> I've become. Uh, Mario Lopez tells him the <laughs> safest distance is 0. 0.3 to 0. 0.4 miles from shore. That's actually closer than I thought would be safe, but whatever. That's yeah, like that's that's pretty close, especially when the ship's that fucking big. Yeah, it's massive. They and like that's that's as close as you can get. Even then, that's maybe a little too close. But yeah. Mario Lopez is like, do it. It's fine. Okay, he doesn't I mean, say that. He just what's he the just... worst that could happen? Yeah, Mario's not on board here. He's just giving his his general advice as someone would do when faced with a dumb question like, "How close <laughs> to shore can I get?" With a cruise ship. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, man. So dumb. And the stupidity continues. So uh, Franny continues to eyeball the approach to the shore and tells the hand- helmsman to change heading or direction to 300. And-, and this name is just one designated on the compass so everyone knows where where they're going. It's like universal navigation for someone who's sailing a ship. You say gotcha. 300, everyone knows what that is. If, if they're an actual Oh, I know what that is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just turning three hundred numbers on a compass. It makes a lot of sense once you uh, see the visual from our internet historian. So yeah, it's basically just turning further into shore. You know, Franny. Franny's got this under control. He knows what he's doing. T- turn it to three hundred. We got this. So uh, he continues to direct Jacob inward and to increase speed to sixteen knots. Okay, I'm not a sailor. Sixteen knots is. It's probably pretty fast, right? For, it sounds like a lot of days. that sounds like a lot of knots. That's a lot of knots. Especially when after you've turned three hundred. Exactly. You turn the, I know anything. I do know what that means. I don't know what knots mean. So when you turn it three hundred and then choose to go sixteen, I'd say fourteen max. I mean, Jared, I know you're being sarcastic here, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <These numbers laughs> yeah, I have no idea what these are bad. Are. Bad. <laughs> the things are going to start going super wrong here as 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 Franny gives these these directions. So uh, Franny tries to change the heading again to 325. But Jacob, not understanding English or Italian very well, he hears 315, which he fires back in order to inform everyone like the change. Like, you know, you, on, a, on a movie or something, you hear the order and then the guy spits it back to let everyone know. Yeah, I heard it. This is what I'm doing. Makes sense, right? Yeah, I heard it. 3.15. Yep, yep. <laughs> so uh, here's 3.15, and he fires it back, and the second guy in command's like, no, that's not right. So he corrects Jacob 
to 335. Also, <laughs> not, not the right number. You fucking idiot. He didn't say 315. He clearly wanted 335. <laughs> Franny wanted 325. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, luckily, uh, Franny caught on to this and he was like, no, three, 325. Fucking you idiots. Oh, you idiots. But unfortunately, the shoddy planning of this sail-by has the ship heading inward, directly, in an unrecoverable angle to the shore. They're heading straight towards land at this point. Yeah, 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 I heard you. Just ram, ram the shore. We're doing it. Shut up, Fran. <laughs> Jacob knows what he's doing. I picked him up last week for about 15 an hour. He's I explained it to him on the way over how to drive a fucking cruise ship. He's got it. <laughs> He watched a YouTube tutorial. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eventually, Franny noticed that um, there's waves hitting shore in front of us. That That's a problem, right? Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all step- starting to come together now. He's putting the puzzle pieces together. <laughs> and he's figuring out a plan to, you know, not take responsibility for his actions. Yeah. That's the truth. Yep. Uh, they're about 700 meters closer to the shore than they should have been. It's far too shallow to be this close. And they're going to hit some rocks in between the shore and them if they continue. So uh, Franny notices that things don't look right. He attempts to correct the heading. But again, the language barrier between Jacob and the captain is just too much. And is ju- just as they're about to clear the rocks, Jacob turns starboard instead of port. He turns right instead of left. Which ends the very, <sighs> very tight maneuver they were trying to attempt, and the back of the ship collides with the rocks. <laughs> oh my god! Like How? imagine, uh, imagine you're like in a fishtailing car, and someone is directing you how to fix it, and you just mishear them, and you just fucking put yourself in a ditch. <laughs> and you do the exact opposite. Exactly. That's what happened. Again, I, Jacob shouldn't have took this job. But also, Franny, why are you hiring people who don't know how to drive ships? What's yeah, going Fran, on Fran, 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 my dude. I mean, yep, I know yep. you've got the, the super hot supermodel, apparently, that you're trying to impress, but you got to put the work in, my man. Yeah, you can do both. You can be a good captain and impress people. Some would say being a good captain does impress people. I don't know. Not as much as driving real close to the shore, though. <laughs> of course not that is and, the most impressive thing you can do after the fact simulations showed that if the maneuver went correctly and jacob didn't fuck up the order the ship would have narrowly missed the rocks or at least caused far less damage so Franny so almost close. recovered he almost did but uh yeah as the ship hits the rocks it creates a 53 meter gash in the hold and lets in thousands of tons of water that's a lot of tons. Good. Yep. That's a, lot of, that's, that's a lot of water. It fucks up the engines. It fucks up the power supply. The ship goes... It's a blackout on the ship. Nothing's working. People are, are watching a magic show. Things are starting to go awry. People Ooh, this one's pretty interactive. Happen. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> the, the, the magician go? fell on me. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the ship ultimately, ultimately tipped on its side, and everyone had to be evacuated. Like, a cruise ship tipped on its side in water because oh, of this yeah. I have 
I have seen the pictures of this. It's literally just a cruise ship, like just 90 degrees flat. Yep. yep. And, and uh, of course, our captain continually lied about the situation to everyone he possibly could. He lied to the people on the ship, telling them it was just an, uh, an electrical failure and things were going to be fine. An electrical he... failure has tipped the ship over. Just yeah. walk on the walls and get out. So basically what, what happened was the lights went out and everyone had a crash. And then things started moving on the ship. And then you hear over the intercom, just just electricity. That's Everything's fine. Don't Ignore panic. that. Ignore that. And, and luckily, someone on the ship was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Electricity failures don't cause the ship to rock back and forth. Not usually, I'm, no, not usually. I'm going to call my daughter, who in turn ends up calling the police, who calls Harbor Rescue, and Harbor Rescue calls Franny, and he's like, hey, do you have a problem with your ship? And what do you think Franny tells the man? No, we're good. He tells him, peachy. He tells him, oh, we just got some electricity failures. Can you give us a tow? The Sorry. ship is almost sideways. I just, I spilt a little bit of my Mai Tai on the, on the dashboard thing. Um, but we'll, we should be fine. Yeah, just come give us a, a little tow. We had a little oopsie. Just, just tow us into, into, into land, please. So yeah, the, <laughs> the rescue went out and it took them longer than usual to find the ship because they thought they were looking for a ship that was actually, you know, like standing up. But no. The ship is halfway in the water by now. No, and, yeah, you just had to find the ship that's almost on its side, and then you can point and be like, "Oh, that's the one." Yeah, exactly. And and while this is while the the harbor rescue is coming out, Franny decides, "Okay, um, this isn't recoverable. Uh, things are actually bad. I'm gonna take off my captain's uniform, put on a nice tux, and get the hell out of here." This man left. Before most of the people on the ship did. I think that pretty much fits Franny's M.O. at this point. <laughs> yep. And he was interviewed after the incident. And he said he was the last one to leave the ship. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's all about press. I mean, all press is good press, right? There's no such yeah. thing as bad press. Especially in when you tip an entire ship over. Exactly. And Internet Historian has this great clip of the interview where where the interviewer is like, so uh, a lot of people were in trouble on that ship. Uh, wh what were you doing? And he's like, he, he looks at one of the reporters and then he like panics and he's like, yeah, we were the last ones to leave. Mm. <laughs> That's it. You mm. can see the panic in his in his face. It's terrible. I've made a yeah. huge mistake. That is uh that's basically what happened. Like I said, there's a lot of details in there that I didn't add because they don't fit our bad idea narrative. But there are definitely some scummy things that Franny decided to do and his friend Dominica, like pretty much <laughs> like she 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 got upset because someone was filming when everyone was on land and she's like, Do you have uh, authorization to make a film right now? Like she actually said that. <laughs> Dominica, what do you do? What do you do? What's your thing? What What do you do? Yeah, and and uh, Franny tried to blame the whole incident on him being distracted by his model friend, who was also his mistress, by the Sorry, way. Sorry, I was like a cartoon character. My eyes popped out of my head and was like bouncing <laughs> on the floor like... <laughs> oh my god, yep. Uh, like I said, guys, just go watch Internet Historian. It's a beautiful video. Worth, wow. the, worth the info. And, like, I finished my notes, like... 
eight minutes into the video, and the the video is forty six minutes long. Wow. So there's a lot of shit there to there's watch. A lot of shit to 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 get the rest of the story on. Wow. Go watch it, please. Heck yeah. So that wraps it up for me. Cool, cool. Well, I think that does it for us here at the No Brainer Podcast. Then we want to thank you all for listening. Thanks for checking in this week. Uh, we've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. We've got uh, high fives. If you see us, give us give us a high five. Um, hey. We've got an email address. It's in the description. Just check that out. Shoot us some ideas if you have them. We'll read them on the show. Still haven't gotten one yet, but episode fifty <laughs> is coming up. And, We're gonna uh, keep asking. Yeah, so if you, if we could get one for episode 50, which is next week, that'd be cool. I'd feel really good about myself. That would be neat. Um, but yeah, we don't have any current plans for a special episode, so it might just be a normal one. But hey, 50 episodes, though. Woo woo! That's going to be a banger. We it's are be a going banger. to pop champagne anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, and we will catch you later, brainless. Peace out.